Welcome to the Salty Nerd Podcast. I am your host, the Salty Nerd. Today's episode is going to be a blitz episode. No in-depth analysis needed, no research done, just straight movie news. And I'm joined tonight by my co-host, Brendan, who hasn't been here since the Last Jedi commentary. How you doing, man? Excellent. I am, I'm really enjoying the ambiance right now. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the most janky podcast setup I have right now, so... I'm in my garage, which is a mess. And, one, one day uh, you're going to do some like on-set photos for each recording or something like that. Oh, dear. <laughs> no, no, nobody will ever see this. <laughs> it's it's the first chilly night in Vegas for the season, so. Yeah, I. it's it's not that bad. We're wearing, I'm wearing a hoodie. You got a oh, jacket yeah. on. We're, We're doing all right. Fully equipped. We are drinking iced coffee with whiskey, though. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping that will kick in in a minute because <laughs> I'm like. I'm dragging right now. I need I'm to. I'm already feeling something right now. I'm not sure if it's Have caffeine you... or the whiskey. <laughs> when was the last time you ate? Uh, not recently. Yeah, that's probably why. Feeling good though. Good, good. Bring that mic closer to your face. All right. There we go. I got to be able to see your your uh, sound check on this thing. All right. All right, so we're going to be talking about some movie news, just random things that have been picked up over the last couple of days that I've been kind of talking about. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll see my posts. I, I try to keep up on some of the more interesting things. And uh, moving right into it, Illumination Studios, the people responsible for creating the Minions and Despicable Me, have picked up the rights to Shrek, and they're going to reboot it. But... It was uh, DreamWorks before. Yeah, it was DreamWorks before. And uh, this is the kicker, though. <clears throat> they want they want the same cast to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, I don't know why they're calling it a reboot at this point. I mean, at, they got the same cast. They're going to be making the same. They're not going to redo this story. It's the not, original. It's not a continuation at all. Or is it like any? Uh... They called it a reboot. So technically, oh, yeah, it should well... be rebooting the first original story, right? When Fiona meets Shrek. I don't see how that's going to work. With the same the same cast. Voices? Mike Myers, yeah. Mike Myers, uh Cameron Diaz, everybody. As oh, far as man. that's what they said. There's got to be like some conflict of interest with the studio and the rights. You think so? Voices. I don't know. I mean maybe not, but I mean if they have the if they have the rights <laughs> no, to No, definitely I- because when when an actors you know whether it's voice acting or live action they their their faces like I think like the video games and the offshoot you know uh, toys and things like that the branding of it yeah yeah they own your face right in the context of that story maybe they bought the whole thing I don't know I mean if you're gonna buy the rights to a property kind of just do a catch all you're not gonna separate the toys and the you know coloring books and all that other crap yeah I don't know I just thought it was interesting I'm like why are you rebooting why are you rebooting Shrek in the first place. It's gold. It's perfect the way it is. Oh man, it is. It is a guy's good stuff. I watch man. it all the time. My kid still watches it. It's on Netflix. I would be afraid <laughs> of them messing it up like some recent franchises have been. Because you know uh, so first of all, Illumination series is awesome. Oh yeah, they do good work good work. I'm a so, big I'm a yeah. big Illumination fan. <laughs> but yeah, how can you improve on that model? Like what are they gonna do? You know, it doesn't have to. I guess it doesn't have to be better necessarily. Just more of it. It's like you know, Star Wars. People want to hear more of the stories and stuff in the universe. Yeah, Marvel. And I mean, I'm okay with them doing a continuation. <clears throat> I mean, I guess if they want to kind of revamp it and and put new life into it, but I, I just I don't know what they got the rights to Puss in Boots, 
Donkey. Oh, really? Yeah, they got everybody. All the side stories. The whole and side stories and everything. The whole Shrek universe. <laughs> the Shrek forest. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of like, I, I don't see what they're going to do with it, but the CEO of Illumination says he wants to, uh, he wants to bring the cast back. That's just weird that I didn't, I didn't even think about Illumination as that kind of company that would go out and acquire rights to anything. I thought Illumination was more like just a like production company, like kind of like uh, Weta or uh, what's it called? Uh, ILM, Industrial oh, yeah. Magic and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Because you know, ILM does stuff for all sorts of movies, but they're not, it's not like they're Lucas Films. Yeah. So that was really interesting that that. Well, they are their own studio. I mean, they they are the sole. Like, like, like on the same level as like, Disney, Pixar, like stuff like that. Yeah, Minions is huge. I mean, Despicable I Me, one, two, and three. Oh, interesting. I mean, they have it all. Yeah. I don't know what else have they made. I don't know what else they've made. Did they make the Good Dinosaur? Or was that Pixar? Oh, it was, that was a Pixar. That movie. was Pixar. Speaking uh, of which, man, Pixar. I'm just constantly impressed with their stories. But that's that's I did. I did. Did you see the um the creepy dumpling story in the beginning of the Incredibles? Oh, yeah. Bow. That weirded me out, man. I didn't Late? like that. <laughs> My wife, my wife, every time she my watches wife. that, she cries. Like, yeah, she, and it's, it's a mom thing. Like, <laughs> like, oh, my little dumpling. And that, you know, it was. She ate it, though. That weirded me out. She ate the dumpling. You know, it's a deep, though. It's a metaphor. Yeah. But still. It, it is a little bit weird. I thought they were going the fantasy route. And I was like, oh, cool, like a little magic dumpling. And then she ate it, and I was like, whoa. That's sadistic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? Yeah. Uh, so, I, so Shrek. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, concerning, but it's Illumination. They're a good studio. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm sure. My kid likes Shrek, so I'm sure once the new one comes out, they'll probably be like, let's go see Shrek. And I'm like, all right. I mean, is Mike Myers... So they, they they already acquire the rights. They want, they want no. They have the rights. They want to get the cast back. Okay, so they're working on. Okay. Yeah, they're working on it. So uh, if they all come back, it's all predicated on that. Predicated. Yeah, I mean, they got they got, you know, uh, gosh, Carrie Fisher. They got a uh, the, the whole cast from oh, the Mark original Hamill, Star Wars. Mark yeah. Hamill. Uh, you know, they just backed up a garbage truck full of money and was like, "Hey guys." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That was a miracle. Like. Carrie Fisher was a wreck. Like personally, she was doing better. Was I she mean, she was a wreck before. Do you think uh, a couple like fifteen years ago she was in a bad place? I kind of feel like, and I don't know, know very much, but I kind of feel like, from what I do know, that maybe the opportunity that was presented to her caused her to kind of get to back together, to, like, to motivate herself to, to uh, get, her, get her act together. You know? There was a um, <laughs> there was a, a Netflix or no HBO. She had a show on HBO, not a show, but like a, a special. Yeah. And she did like a, it wasn't like a com, uh, comedy act, Sandra. but it was like just a story. It was her story. Okay. And I remember it coming out around the time with the new Star Wars and uh, HBO was really, they pushed it hard once she passed. And I watched it after that happened. Uh, she seemed like she was doing better. She had things under control. I mean, she's Carrie Fisher. The stories are, are infamous about her life. But I think she was getting back together, you know, getting everything back together. She had a good relationship with her mom, good relationship with her daughter. Yeah. Billy Lord, I think her mm-hmm. name is, but. Well, then he got that, you know, with Mark Hamill, he he was doing pretty well for himself too. Or he was, you know, he's like yeah. kind of like like the artist. I kind of look at him. Yeah, like he yeah. He's he's not he does good at it. He's not the big Hollywood blockbuster like Harrison Ford, but he's you know he's done the Joker for twenty thirty years almost. 
um, several other characters. I mean, he's a fan favorite. He does cameos and shows and whatnot. So he he's doing fine. So I think the real question is is how did Mike Myers and uh, Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, but the guy, uh, gosh, uh, oh the donkey. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. I was hoping you would. Not Chris Rock. It's no. Uh, oh my. Oh wow. Nutty Professor guy. Yeah. Who no, did I, the Nutty Professor? Mustache. The <laughs> Doctor Doolittle. The dude. Daddy anyway, Daycare. Whatever. His I know name all is. of his movies, but I <laughs> I don't know his name. Oh, we could probably just look Beverly it up on our cop, right? our fancy iPhones that are sitting right in front of us. We could probably just look it up. Yeah, but it's 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 a, it's a like a an ego thing. It's like a shame that you can't. It is a shame that we don't know. Somebody's listening to this and they're screaming screaming at, at us right now. You, you idiots! Ah, uh, Chris Tucker. That's his name, right? Oh, not Chris <laughs> Tucker. Oh my god. <sighs> uh. <sighs> Man, I, oh, you're going to say it? Eddie Murphy. Eddie freaking, oh, man, Eddie Murphy. Oh. Eddie Murphy. Thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the question really is, is how do the cast enjoy each other when they're making the films? I don't know. Do they have problems? I can't. It's, a, it's a recording studio. They don't even have to be in the same room. Yeah, that's, a, that's kind, of a, kind of a good point. They don't really have to act together. Sometimes they do if they want to get the feel right, but I think for the most part, when it comes to those animated movies, they just go yeah like hey you're on you're in turkey this year that's fine we'll send you a couple scripts record them and send them back to us <laughs> yeah that's well, kind of thing yeah and then that's question though too is like and what are they doing now where are they now like, i don't know i haven't heard from eddie murphy in a while yeah he's not in any movies he's kind of and mike myers too is kind of retired he's like semi-retired the last movie i saw him in was in glorious bastards he had a cameo in that movie hmm. he was a general oh, yeah, a yeah. british general yeah uh, that was the last time I saw him. Interesting. Well, let's see. It'll be interesting. Interesting to see what. Yeah. Cameron about. Diaz. She's been in a couple movies recently, so she's still doing things. I don't yeah. know, man. It'll happen. <laughs> anyway, next on the list. Uh, oh, same studio, same everything. Warner Brothers. Well, not Warner Brothers. I'm sorry. Mario. <laughs> Mario Brothers. Jesus, man. Illumination Studios is doing a reboot of an animated animated video uh, or a movie of Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, the Animaniacs. Well, Remember them? Uh, oh yeah, the Saturday morning cartoon Animaniacs. Dude, that was my that was my afternoon graham cracker and glass of milk jam. Really, I hated them. I thought they were obnoxious. I just learned so much from that show. I was a classic like Bugs Bunny. I didn't watch the new stuff. Oh, man. Bugs Bunny's WB, right? That's all under? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but I don't, anyway, I didn't like the Animaniacs. They were too loud for me. I was a quiet kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a I quiet person. That. I don't like SpongeBob either. You know, I was just watching this, this video on YouTube the other day. I think the channel was like uh, Video Game Historian. I think it was, it was what is it called? Video Game Historian. Okay. And they were talking about Mario 2 in America and where that came from and, and how, you remember, you know, versus original Mario, Nintendo yeah. NES. Mm-hmm. And then the Mario 2, like, you know, you can play as the, the four different characters and like uh, Princess Peach could float around and stuff and pick up radishes and throw them. And yes. Stuff. Yeah, okay. I do remember that. And they're talking about like, wow, that was such a weird departure from the original, you know, thematic thing. How'd that come about? And it's kind of the background story. And anyway, there was actually a cartoon too uh, for, for Mario Two. Used you know a Saturday morning type thing, so mm-hmm. they're trying to expand and do branding and all that. Yeah. Stuff. 
So an animated Mario Brothers. I don't. I don't know. So I gotta find the quote. I posted it on Instagram, but the uh, some people are worried that they're gonna mess it up. Of course, because studios tend to mess up properties that they don't understand a hundred percent. But here's a good, a good quote from the uh, the same guy that's talking about doing Shrek. He said, uh, <clears throat> "Part of the problem that plagued the 1993 movie is that its makers didn't involve the game's creator." Are we talking about the live action Mario Brothers? Yes, 1993 live action Mario oh, Brothers. Dude, that was such a horrible. I mean, it was an interesting movie, I thought. Interesting? I thought it was, yeah, it was, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't like that movie. You're yeah. weird. Um, so this time, he's working closely with, I'm not going to try and butcher his name, uh, Mario Mato, hmm. the uh, designer and producer yeah. responsible for cooking up Super Mario Brothers. We are keeping him front and center in the creation of the film. I've rarely seen that happen with any adaptation where the original creative voice is being embraced like we're embracing Maya... Maya Mato. Maya Mato. There's a history in Hollywood. This is the funny part. There's a history in Hollywood of people believing that they know better than the people responsible for the property. (laughs) I've made that mistake before. And that... Who is this talking? That's the Illumination... Oh, the CEO? CEO or or guy in charge. Yeah, one of the executives. Which, that that gives me some hope. You know? I mean, I don't really know... What's the story behind Mario Brothers? You go and rescue the princess from the dragon, right? I mean, that's like the most basic classic story you can tell. You know, Shrek the- literally makes fun of that story in his movie. <laughs> what? In the tallest tow- tower and the highest whatever, you know, rescue the the princess from the dragon. I'm not going to try and do that accent again. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it's a trope. It, it's a, yeah. you know, so I don't know what their story is going to be. I mean, I'll watch it regardless, even if it is that simple. It'll just be fun to see Mario on screen. You know, you talked about the people being concerned about them messing it up because they're not, they don't, you know, it's it's risky not sticking to the theme of the, of the story and all that stuff and the characters. But the weird thing about it is they're video game characters and they, they haven't been very, in my opinion, unless I'm totally wrong here, but the, the characters haven't been developed. You don't know much about them. Is there a story in each of the Mario Brothers games, like an overall narrative? Sure, yeah. I mean, it's relatively elementary. And they've had, like you said, they've had cartoons and stuff. I never watched them, but... Yeah, you know, that's kind of like, you know, Extended Universe or, you know... uh, (laughs) Non-canon. Non-canon, yeah, stuff like that. It's really what it is. You know, that in that old, it must have been the 80s, maybe early 90s cartoon from Mario Brothers, I'm sure was the same thing. It's, 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 I'm actually, I've seen episodes of it, so I know it's, it's a pretty big departure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of creative license is taken. So, anyway, the point is, is is what most people know about those characters is really limited because there's never really been opportunity to go deep into it. I mean, like the entire franchise. Think about you know all the games surrounded by like uh, how many you know, Mario's Mario are Mario Party, yeah. all that stuff. Immensely popular. Yeah, people love them. Yeah, I mean, you know, because it's it's all part of that world. But again. We don't know what do you know? About Mario. What do you know about the Italian plumber? <laughs> yeah, well, I know that Mario is actually slower, and Luigi's faster and taller. Oh. that was actually that video on Game Story. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that'll be that'll be weird. I think I don't I don't really like that idea, but I don't know. Good things come 
I think sometimes when you when you have a challenge, you know. Talk a little louder, there, buddy. Oh, don't be scared. Nope, don't be scared of the mic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's another one of those things where it's a hopeful, you know, you got to hope that they're going to do it right. I mean, at least they're, at least they're admitting that mistakes have been made in Hollywood before where they're not including the original, you know, that's a, that makes me feel better. You know, what's really fascinating about that though, is that Hollywood and the entertainment industry is always looking for new stories it's because you know that it gets boring doing the same old. They love doing things. the same old thing over and over again. They're addicted to sequels and reboots. Oh yeah, like Marvel for it. I mean, that's but that's that's pretty unique though. Marvel's different because they, they're like, telling one big story over mm-hmm. the course of multiple movies. I'm talking about. I mean, they're talking about rebooting the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, that was like a couple of weeks ago. And that was Dude, news. those movies are so done. Like, oh, so they're done. They were good for a while. For a while. They, yeah, they killed it. But like, they're rebooting it without Johnny Depp. Ugh, good, because honestly, I'm, I'm tired of his character. <laughs> yeah, but why are they... I was watching re- that the other day. It it's like, not even that old of a franchise. Why would they want to reboot? That's what I'm saying, though. Hollywood's addicted to reboots. Okay, well... And sequels. You, you may have a point. Like, oh, we have a sequel. We're making a sequel to a 40-year-old movie, like that Halloween movie that I didn't see because it looked like it sucked. Because it's the same movie from 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you get into the whole thing too. That, like you said, the whole trope, right? Like, yeah, you know, damsel in distress, gotta go save her, high tower, all that stuff. Like, those are classic. It's it all, all boils down nowadays. To that, the woman has hero. to save herself, though. What's that? Nowadays, the woman has to save herself, though. That's oh, the absolutely. new rule. Absolutely, yeah. She grows her hair really long, and then <laughs> gets herself down the tower. And, you know, goes and saves Prince Charming, <laughs> kills the dragon. Yeah, kills the dragon. <laughs> Chokes it with a chain like Princess Leia on Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. It's like the, Princess Leia was the original feminist. Didn't even know. Uh, Independent woman. Oh, well, yeah, Carrie Fisher. I mean, <laughs> look, George Lucas was not shy about making Carrie Fisher a strong female character. But that came from the... Uh, if we, If you guys listen to my Star Wars influence podcast, you would know... That Princess Leia was influenced by uh, the Hidden Fortress princess in that movie, and she was a, a tough cookie as well. So there's been strong women in, in cinema since the beginning. But, yeah. Yeah. Moving mm-hmm. aside from that point, we're not really talking about politics right now. Oh, yeah. This well, is just a, not. just a Blitz episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get into it. <clears throat> uh, anyway, Mario Brothers, you going to go see it or not? I don't know. I got I to gotta, I know what the story's going to be about. But animation, are we talking about, like... <clears throat> Yeah, Despicable, CGI. Yeah, Despicable Me animation. Okay, okay, that will be interesting. I like to see the the style, the aesthetic. Hmm. I'm I'm curious. They have plenty to work with. I mean, they've been making games forever. Some of the yeah. new games look really good too. Yeah, I'm curious about it. Uh, all right, <clears throat> Disney. Uh, talking about Disney and weird things that Disney's doing, like rebooting the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Disney's streaming service officially has a title. It's called Disney. Plus, for some reason, people are upset about this. <laughs> I can't quite figure out why. They're like, it's so unoriginal. It's such a dumb name. Like, it's a streaming service. Uh, you you know want to some... talk about unoriginal? Do you remember the Go Network back in, like, I guess the early oddies, you know, like... Uh... Oh, it doesn't... HBO is called... My app for HBO is called HBO, oh, yeah, HBO Go. Go. 
but but I think uh, this is back like in in the Flash days. I think maybe the the late nineties, all that stuff, early two thousand. What do you mean Flash? You know, like web web browser, Adobe Flash. Oh, okay, yeah. Like yeah. the game and you were stuff talking like about that. The comic book character. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, um, well, I'm saying as far as originality, though, it's like Disney is not necessarily uh, known for their uh, products, their their platforms as being something special. Uh, I, have I, they ever I'll, had a platform like I'll this look, before? I'll have to look this up. You know up. what's funny? Disney owns ESPN. Guess what their streaming service is called? ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My buddy, uh, Sith Kryptonian, shout out to him. He pointed that out to me, and I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Same marketing team. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least they're consistent. They're like, what are we going to call it? Like, uh, how about we just, you know, do what we did with ESPN? Um, but I'm down. I mean, I'm, it's going to be, of course, I'm going to order it as soon as they offer it. And I think the price point's only going to be like $6 a month or something. It's going to be super cheap, which I, I think is. How much? $6 a month. Last I heard. It could you have get changed. You all the Pixar movies? I'm assuming. They better have the classics <laughs> on there. I'm talking oh, Lion yeah. King, Snow White, Cinderella. Dude, I want them if all. If they have. If they have their entire library, then yeah, it's definitely worth it, especially having kids. Yeah, one hundred. But even not having kids, it's like uh, reminiscing, being yeah. nostalgic and stuff. Just, yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Plus, you got the, there's so much IP underneath the Disney umbrella. Yeah, it's going to be impossible not to get this service. I'm, and I'm <laughs> I'm very happy that it's only six dollars a month, but I'm sure at some point in the future they're going to be like, well, it's going to go up to eleven ninety nine. I'll be like, okay, here's my credit card. <laughs> I feel the same way too. Uh, there's definitely a lot of value there. I would be interested in paying for it, which is funny and ironic because I, you know, the whole, uh, unplugging movement, you know, canceling yeah, paid of, cable and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't like that all of these platforms are popping, you know, HBO Go, Netflix, mm-hmm. Prime, uh, I'm sure there's more, you know. Hulu. Hulu. Oh, man. I hate you just Hulu. gotta, you gotta do the loophole. You just gotta share it with your family. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much have it. One person, <laughs> have one member of your family pay for each service and then you have all, all however many. I mean, if you're a single person and you have no family, then yeah, your cable bill is going to be the same amount as your yeah. <laughs> streaming bill. But I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, dude, I would drop. Let's see, depending on what the um, the Game of Thrones prequel is going to be, how good that's going to be, I would probably drop HBO Go to get if I had to. I'm saying if I was super broke and I was like, I need to choose between Disney Plus and HBO Go, I'd be like, all right, see you later, HBO. Game of Thrones is done. Uh, you know, if there's something I really need to see, I'll do the the one month subscription, binge it, and then cancel it. <laughs> you know, it's this is a, a kind of a divergence from the topic, but as far as like Netflix, for instance, mm. like before Netflix, you know, binging was not possible legally. Yeah. You know, and, and so you had to watch it on their schedule and all that stuff. And then that that happens, like wow, this is amazing. I can sit here on my, on my Friday night and zone out with my 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 wife or whatever, my significant other. And, you know, spend 12 hours finishing yeah. an entire season. <laughs> Sit down. And it's addictive, right? I remember yeah. actually when, when Lost first came out, we rented it from Blockbuster, buddies and not like a bunch of buddies of mine. And it was an awesome experience. We sat up all night. It was yeah, fun. Yeah. Like, it was great because the story's like, you know, I want to see more and keeps, stuff. Yeah. But now with like Netflix, and, and this is similar for other platforms too, they're unloading so much content. You can't even hard keep to, up with I it. I can't keep up with Netflix. I can keep up with HBO because HBO yeah. has the Sunday night download. Okay. So every Sunday night, game of the episode, a new Game of Thrones comes out. I mean, they have the whole season already done. Yeah. 
but they hold it for every Sunday at like 9 p.m. or something. Yeah, and I, mean, I think, honestly, I think that's something that people are missing out on. People who binge, like binging is one thing. And you get that, that like you said, that momentum and that enjoyment out of watching the entire thing. But yeah. waiting a week, all the speculation of what's going to happen and yeah. all the, the theory crafting and the fans talking online, like that builds a lot of hype. I actually, I actually do like that. The only thing, I mean, binging is cool. It's like a cool side effect. What I really like about on demand is, is is that I don't have to watch ads. Oh, yeah. That's really all it boils down to. Ads for are me. almost gone. The only person who's dumb enough to put ads on their thing is Hulu. Yeah, and that, that's why I hate Hulu. Yeah, I because hate Hulu I, you, too. It's a paid service. And then you have to pay you extra. Have ads. Yeah. You pay extra now, you get it off. You, yeah, you can get Hulu Prime, which is extra money to not have ads. When I had Hulu, that wasn't an option. So <laughs> yeah. I, I dropped that fast. Yeah, that, anyway. that's always irritated by Hulu. That's why I don't pay for it. That's why Justin and Kate pay for Hulu. And I just watch it on their account. <laughs> but. Uh, what were we talking about? Disney Plus. Anyway. Disney Plus. Anyway, yeah, what do you think of the name? You know, Fine. again, again, they still have Go.com. That's what it is. Oh, okay. And, and back in the day, that was a big, like, for, especially targeted towards the kids, not mm-hmm. the adults. But the point is, what does Go talk about? Or what's that even mean? Nothing. Yeah. It's completely arbitrary. It's like Plus is completely meaningless and arbitrary. Yeah. So It's Disney. It's not surprising. Disney plus all the other properties we own. It's a giant freaking conglomerate corporation looking to make money for their shareholders. Yeah. They don't need to be created. Something that. simple that everybody can remember. I was, I was, uh, I put out a tweet. I was um, kind of trying to think of names that they could have called it. I was like, you could have called it uh, Disney All Access or Disney whatever. And I came up with one, and somebody commented, they're like, I kind of like that one. It was Disney Vault. Yeah. Like, yeah, you pay for this service, and you can open the Disney Vault. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I kind of I like that. Like, hey, did you get your subscription to it's Vault? It's almost like <laughs> there's been some thought put into it. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Whatever. I'm not a exec yeah. at Disney. I don't get paid that much money. But you're gonna get it though for sure. You know, I I definitely will think about it. <laughs> but not, again, it's like you know, like, like saying with the whole Netflix thing. It's just so much content. It's it's becoming a chore. Like it, yeah, especially with me doing the podcast, I've had to. I have to sit down. I'm like, okay, I have to watch this show so that I can do a podcast right. on it later. Like, I just watched. Um, uh, did you watch Game of Thrones? Right? No. N- you really? No. Oh. No. Okay. There's an actor named Richard Madden. He played Rob Stark. He was like the number one favorite character of most people for the first like three seasons until they killed him. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and uh, oh my no. god, you've never seen it, and I just spoiled it for you. Anyway, he dies in Game of Thrones, as most people do, and. Uh, he went off and he kind of he's doing his own thing now and he came out with this show or he's starring in this show called The Bodyguard and it's uh it's like a British um oh, espionage yeah, spy that. show it's and he's the new front runner for James Bond they after Craig is done with his next movie they want to have him come in and be the next Bond great because so, James Bond's come out for, uh, never mind this is uh, <laughs> I, it takes forever for those movies but anyway uh, yeah anyway he's supposed to be the next one supposedly <coughs> okay, um, so he's, on, okay. he's on the docket and anyway Bodyguard is kind of like I, I view that show as kind of his audition to be Bond so I was like okay well I gotta watch this show so I'm like sitting down and I'm watching this one and I'm like oh now Outlaw, Outlaw King with Chris Pine just came out so I need Chris Pine just came out so I need to go and watch that real quick so I can, oh, re- right. I can do a review Netflix, of that right. and it's Scottish like one or whatever. E- yeah every time I turn around I'm like oh god now I gotta go watch Daredevil season 3 so I can talk about that and I get like it's rough I mean I'm compl- this is third world problem for sure <laughs> or first world yeah. problem 
Like, well, I mean, it's, you know, the crazy thing too, it's like, you know, <laughs> third world, what's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good third world. To, I don't know. Uh, I was thinking season three, third world. My, <laughs> I'm drinking coffee and whiskey. Westworld, third season. Oh, I cannot wait until Westworld <laughs> comes out. Did you hear about the fire up in Northern California burnt down the set for Westworld? I didn't know that, but I heard about the fire. But yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. There's you, a set for Westworld? Yeah, there's a there's an old Western set. I guess they use it for multiple different shows and stuff, oh, yeah. but it was prima- primarily in Westworld season one, and uh, it's gone. It's unfortunate. Except for the church. That eerie church that has like a really big plot line in the first season is like it's still there. It's super creepy. Why is that left? Only the bad things survive. Uh, um, what were we talking about? Well, we we're talking about streaming services. Yeah. Dang. Anyway, streaming it's a chore. services. I'll, okay. That's oh, it's a it. chore to keep up with shows. It kind of is. I mean, it's a good chore to have. Well, but. it's different too because when when you know you're commenting on. Uh, entertainment and society and all that stuff and all this different things related to that you have to stay up to that stay on top of things but for the for the average person it's like you know you can there's like a, a line and if you cross that line in the amount of entertainment you consume on a regular basis you're wasting a lot of other things you know it's oh like yeah a you're right. like your life suffers a, you know successful people you know watch three hours of tv a week and or less. other people watch 30 hours of TV a week. You yeah. Know? So it's like, anyway, it's yeah, like, I think Jeff Bezos is watching 13 hours in a row of Netflix TV yeah, shows. No, I think he's getting like three hours a week of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a, it's a drug for some So people. now, anyway, one more platform with a whole crap ton more of content. You know what ends up happening most of the time? I just go back and watch things I've already seen a million times, like Parks and Rec. I just, oh, yeah. I'll go back and watch because I don't have to think about it. I was just like, oh, whatever. I can just throw this on. I don't have to pay attention. I Parks still and need to watch that. That I, I need to get past season one, mm. and then I think I might enjoy it. I can, I can I know, did you that. like The Office? I lo- yeah. Lazy, okay. Lazy and I watched that like five times the entire season. Yeah, everything. yeah. And it never it never gets old. No, it's still good. I don't know I, how I rewatched it. it like a couple months ago. I just yeah. I just flew through it. I didn't really pay attention to it, but I just had it in the background. They did such a good job, like the, developing the characters and all that. And yeah. just, anyway, Parks and yeah. Rec's really good. Ron Swanson. That, yeah. Ron Swanson is my spirit animal. Hundred <laughs> percent. Mustache is my spirit. Animal. Even even my wife says that. She's like, "You are so him." <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll see it when you watch that show. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, I see that. I can, I get it. <laughs> that's that's him <laughs> for sure." <sighs> um. It's a chore to it's a it's a good chore to have. I mean, if you're gonna have a a complaint, hey, I have I too much TV to watch. You poor soul. <laughs> uh, speaking of streaming services, Star Wars is underneath the uh, Disney Plus umbrella, and they just announced a new live action show with uh, Cassian Andor. You remember him? No. Did you see Rogue One? Yes. Is Cassian the the male lead in that? Yes. Okay. See, this is the problem. The actual character? Yeah. Is going to play Cassian Andor. Like, I'm the actor's going to Yeah, can, Diego Luna is okay. going to come back and play it. And he's pretty excited about it. It's funny that you didn't know who he was because that's a lot of the complaint from some people I hear on online is yeah, like, I mean, who is this guy? You're going to give him a whole TV show by himself and we don't, like most people can't remember who he is or what he did. Like he's not super memorable. He's not like a fan favorite or anything. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's not part of the original trilogy, so there's not much, you know, history. It's not much yeah, he's only been around for a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, so. But still, I think a super popular character in a TV or movie can resonate in that short of a time period. To, to be fair, though, I don't remember any of the characters' names in that in Rogue One. I love the movie. Oh, I just watched it the other day. It's freaking amazing. Yeah, it's it's a good story, well executed. It fits right in with the originals. Yeah. So I mean, I, visually I, stunning. I think yeah, no, probably the best visually yeah. put together movie that Disney's put out for yeah, the I, Star Wars universe. Thinking about that, you know, I was just watching the I, Ivan's review of uh, Last Jedi and Force Awakens, and the the differences of, like appearance, aesthetics, and stuff. Yeah. Like oh that. yeah, I saw that pop up. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, though. Talking about too much content. YouTube. I know. I got like I forty notifications on YouTube. That guy needs a lot more viewership than he's getting. He just know. got a shout out on Collider Video the other day, which oh, is yeah? a huge platform. Nice. Like they have a lot of followers, and they talked about him for a minute. Nice, but so Cassian Andor. Okay, so let yeah. me, here's my comment about live action series. <sighs> They're already doing such a horrible job <laughs> with the, with all of the the new <laughs> spinoffs and. Uh, speaking of spinoffs, by the way, I just recently rented uh, Solo. Oh yeah, did you watch? Yeah, it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did enjoy it. Right on, cool. It was a, it was a good story. And all that I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. But here's the thing about live action: is uh, is it's just like doing a cartoon for Mario? TV is like um, I I would say infamously under budgeted compared to movies, right? Oh yeah. Well, so when you take a film. And then make it a, a series. It sucks. It's like it's like Agents of Shield. Oh yeah. Not the same quality as you know, uh, uh, Avengers movie. Yeah. So it's gonna suffer that. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was thinking, honestly, I'm I'm kind of excited about it, but mostly because I love all of the characters from Rogue One. I love uh, the Blue Squadron leader, that the uh, general. He. Yeah. He, she was awesome. Like he had like thirty seconds of screen time, and I'm like, that guy's freaking sweet. I want to see his backstory. <laughs> and uh, General or uh, Admiral Radis, the uh, Mon Calamari, he was basically he was based off of uh, Winston Churchill, right? And hit fan favorite immediately. So yeah. them two together with Cassian Andor, like having some storyline with all of them together, like I'm down. Show me it. But I didn't right. think I didn't really think about that. Gareth Edwards did such an excellent job on the visuals in that movie that if they cut the budget back at all, it's going to suffer. That's the first thing that's going to suffer. Uh, I and so you know, I'm thinking as you're talking about about it, it's like there's definitely a bad precedent for taking a movie and making it TV, you yeah, know, uh, converting it for TV, whatever. Um, but I think the trend has definitely been in the last, I guess, maybe decade or so, putting big name stars into TV shows mm. and doing well with it. That's one of the things people so. were talking about. They were like, why not do a Donnie Yen? The uh, uh, Chirrut, I can't remember his full name, but the the blind monk half oh, Jedi right, guy. Yeah. Like, bring him in. Do it. Do, he's the Guardians of the Wills. Like, that's a huge, right. like... A lot of opportunity. That's, a Easter, that's a huge Easter egg for super fans. The Guardians of the Wills was the original title for George Lucas's treatment of Star Wars. Yeah. It was like the Guardian or the Dur- Journal of the Wills. Like, that could be a huge show, but I, I don't know how easy it would be to get Donnie Yen. He's a big star in China, but 
Uh, I don't know how he would feel about doing an American TV show with Disney. I mean, I don't know how they much they'd have to pay him or whatever. Diego I mean, there's, there's, been, there's been a lot of Chinese production houses, though. Like uh, the Tom Cruise uh, Mission Impossible. Like You notice like, the, the intros? Oh, yeah. Uh, Alibaba and whatever else. Like, different house. So, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't yeah, say China's, it's impossible. China's dumping some money in Hollywood for sure. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, yeah, I can see where people want would rather see his story because I think it would be more of a, a – more of a yeah. fan centric with like going into like the real nerdy Jedi force yeah. lightsabers, Kyra crystals, all that stuff, as opposed to the spy action thriller that they're going to put out with Cassian Andor. Yeah. Like it's, they're not going to be any Jedis. There's not going to be any force powers that we know of. Uh, it's going to be just a straight yeah. gritty boots on the ground spy flick or spy movie. Yeah. I mean, if we look at like what Netflix has been able to do with things like, Stranger Things, uh, House of Cards, and I'm sure there's other ones too. They've done really well with the series and, and doing a really high quality production. Yeah, they don't have a lot of CGI though. Not as much as a Star Wars movie. Space Battles, Scarif, Endor. I think I would challenge that. I, uh, uh, that, main, sounded, that probably sounded really gross on. <laughs> ah. Okay, anyway, so there's, there's that. Uh, Amazon's done, I think, really well, too, with their series. Oh, uh, Amazon's knocking it out of the park. What's that one? But they're dumping a ton of money, though. Amazon's well, dumping so a billion Netflix, dollars probably. a billion dollars for Lord of the Rings. Oh. Five seasons. There's one... another thing, man. Another you're... Oh, God. Yeah. A live-action Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I don't even... I don't even okay. But anyway, point <laughs> being is there are very good precedences, precedents being set recently. Mm-hmm. That gives it some hope in my mind. Yeah. So it could be well executed. I think um, they need to bring Gareth Edwards in to do it. Because <clears throat> they need, like, okay, somebody mentioned this on, on Twitter. They commented on my post. They were like, Gareth Edwards is the only Lucasfilm quote-unquote employee who hasn't antagonized the fan base. And his movie is by far the favorite so far. And I'm like, that's a good point. He's the only guy that's been pretty chill, and he hasn't really said anything that would upset the fans, and his movie is by, like, the most liked yeah. out of the three or four that's been put out. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. So they need to bring him in, just like they brought Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau in for The Mandalorian. They need to bring Gareth Edwards in for this Cassian Andor show. Yeah, I can get behind that. Totally. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. <laughs> what does that even mean? I have no idea. But it rhymes. <laughs> oh, all right. <clears throat> oh, hey, yeah. So anyway, Lord of the, Lord Rings, of the Rings is Segway. Yeah, there was a uh, a fake headline put out by some troll, internet troll, that said that uh, Amazon was going to be putting people of color. Oh, in, yeah. as elves right. in Lord of the Rings. Now, if it. Took you two seconds. Were you t- you telling me about that last night, weren't you? I think I was. Yeah. And people didn't even. We we're talking about how people don't really go. Yeah, they and don't look. look. The source. I, I read that. Research I read it. that title and I was like, "Hold on, I gotta find this." I wanna, <laughs> Triggered. Because I wanted to read the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, "I want to see what they're talking about." So I clicked on the screenshot and it didn't have a link to it. So I was like, "All right, that's weird." So I went on Google and looked it up, and there was nothing. Amazon had never put out an official statement, and uh, people were freaking out. Like, oh my god, this is horrible. This legit ruins my, you know, ruins everything about Lord of the Rings. I'm like, does it though? I, I mean, I get what they're saying because it's, it's, it seems forced, 
Like it's something that probably could happen. It's in today's day and age, it is probably right. going to happen. That's the problem, though. These people, like, it's not a, it's not a huge jump with to, everything that's been happening yeah. recently in entertainment. It's a good troll because it's believable. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, totally. Oh man. But here's the thing, though, and I, I talked to a couple of of people <laughs> who are more knowledgeable about Tolkien's work than I am, and uh, there is nowhere that specifies color of skin for elves there just isn't they talk about um them yeah. being a fair race but mostly that is uh attributed to their beauty their physical appearance is fair it's beautiful they're the most beautiful most fairest creatures in middle earth so it's not like fair has a double meaning fair is like you blonde blue-eyed white skin and then there's fair as in you know that's a fair lady <laughs> <laughs> so it's more attributed to their their physical beauty as but, opposed to their skin color but this is this is just like with star wars i think in the sense that it's not about what may be acceptable as far as the history and the canon and all that and the non-specificity of certain things is that a word yeah sure absolutely oh, okay just like anti-disestablishmentarianism is but anyway, <laughs> um, <clears throat> the point is, is Lord of the Rings is an old, well-established uh, world, universe. You yeah. know, it's you know, people, when you mention Lord of the Rings, a certain image just comes to mind. It's the same thing with Star Wars. It's an old, established world with characters and all, you know, languages, and all that stuff. So, Star Trek, Star Trek, the same thing, absolutely. And uh, I mean, you can go on. I mean, oh, Batman. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back way, way far back, and you can yeah. debate. Oh well, in the animated nineteen, you know, nineteen seventy three Batman, you know, whatever. But yeah. So you, the point is, it's is look, it, it may be okay because it's not it wasn't specified in the original books and things like that. You know, they're black, white, green, or whatever. The point is, is you're messing with the formula. And not only are you messing with the formula for inter- entertainment value, you're doing it for a political agenda. Hmm. You're doing it. You're inserting today's modern issues. They're trying to get the youngins. Oh. They're trying to get that demographic. Like we got to get the hardcore liberal demographic to watch our show. So we got to check off the box. And we can get away with it because of this loophole with, you know, again, we're talking about a fake. I, I got to keep reminding myself. But this is a fake headline. We don't even know if this is true or not. You know, pretend like you We know were... that it's not true. Well, yeah, I guess that's... that's the... But it could be true. <laughs> yeah. But if if that's really their goal, though, is to try and widen the audience, I wonder, you know, pretend like I was a hard, hardcore, diehard liberal or something like that. Am I really not going to watch something because it doesn't cater to my ideology? You know what's interesting? Is even if it does cater to your ideology, it's been pretty much proven that you don't show up to the freaking theaters anyway. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, uh, there's a couple of instances where they've forcibly checked the boxes for whatever political agenda that you want to specify. Like, oh, we're going to put this in this movie, and the core fandom is like, why would you do that? You're changing something that doesn't need to be changed. And then the core fandom gets pissed off, but they're banking on the new people to come in and compensate and it doesn't happen. So let's talk. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like uh, with the force awakens, the main character 
the protagonist being a woman, a strong independent woman, as, support, as opposed to a supporting character, right? Uh-huh. You know that I is think gangbusters, though. What? Like, what do you mean? Money. Well, Force yeah, Awakens well, was hugely popular. My point is, though, is is they're make they're you know trying to update the story for the you know the current crowd or whatever yeah. generation. Uh, my, they ha- they really have to advertise that in the trailers. To Didn't even... I say we weren't going to talk about politics? Well, <laughs> it's so not... hard not to. <laughs> uh... I apologize in advance for people who are tired of talking about politics. Uh... Uh, okay, so I, let me. All, all I'm trying to say <laughs> is, man, you're right. I don't want to. Yeah. It... It's just that if you're if you're gonna make modifications like okay so like this troll thing with the black and white elves right yeah this if it was for real and it brown. better be part of the trailer <laughs> it better be part of the story like the, like the the new character is a black chick elf you know that's gonna I mean if if that, that, otherwise it's a minor change and and the hardcore liberals whatever you're trying to attract the young young guns or whatever aren't even gonna know about it so don't jack with the story. Just yeah. for the sake of jacking well, that's, the story. That's what happened with The Witcher. Uh, wow. Did you hear about that? No. Okay. So I don't know anything about The Witcher. I'm going to put that out there. The right. game? The game was a book before the game. A series of books okay. before the game. The game is what made it popular. Okay. Um, It's a very established lore that is very Northern European based. So right. pretty much everybody's white. Which is rightfully so, because everybody in Northern Europe, Europe oh in the 1800s or 1500s, whenever this took place, black everybody Vikings, was right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they did a casting call for one of the main characters is a young white girl. I can't remember her name because I'm not familiar with the fandom, but um, or the property. Um, they put out a casting call for a, um, a person of color, basically, mm-hmm. for that character. And the the core fan base was like, what are you doing? Hmm. And not only is it, it wasn't just checking off a box and it had no real consequence with the storyline, but it would literally change her entire, her entire backstory because she was royalty, grew up in Northern Europe, and there was some kind of a bloodline there that you would have had, you would have had to change her entire backstory just to make that work. <laughs> and people freaked out. And then they backed off and they, they went back to what they were going to do in the beginning. For all, all of these things... All of these different, like you said, properties, right? These different universes and worlds and everything. What is the thought process that goes into even toying with these ideas? Why? What are they trying to accomplish? It's 2018, man. You got to get up on times. You got to you gotta represent as many types of people as possible. You know what's really sad, though? It's like... Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets to be involved. But here's here's the thing, though. It's like... If you're going to be take creative liberties, you better have a really good reason. Mm. So good of a reason that you are fully convinced of it. And then when the critics come out to, to you know. You can back it up. Not only back, st- stand your ground. Yeah. If you back up and say, oh, okay, 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 well, we'll back off with that. That like completely undermines your credibility entirely because you obviously haven't you know put enough forethought into this. Yeah. To, 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 even be, to be able to justify it, like to defend it. It's indefensible. It's weird. Things are really weird right now. Yeah. People get upset about a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's enough politics. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> I apologize. If anybody, I should probably go back and say skip to uh, 47 minutes to get past the politics. 
please don't take a money take money away from our Patreon account, like negative donations. You have Patreon, right? I do not. Okay, never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All my content is free. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even thinking that I'm. You know what my mom said to me the other day? I was telling her about the podcast, and she's like, "What makes you think you have any kind of opinion that somebody wants to hear?" <laughs> Who cares about you? <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Damn, mom." <laughs> Oh my god. She's like, Leave what me makes- alone. I'm recording my podcast. <laughs> what makes you so special? I'm like, oh my god. Wow. Uh, I love well, that's, you. That's good. You know what? <laughs> that's the ditched. generation before the current generation <laughs> who has raised entitled. Uh, oh, there we go again. I love you, mom. I love you so much. Oh man, that was so funny. I just laughed when she said that. I'm like, wow. Really makes you humble. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's always like. Thoughts don't always sound the same when they're spoken. So who knows? Whatever. She's she's known to be brutally honest hmm. since since I was a kid. My <laughs> sisters always joked about it. They're all older than me. Uh, anyway, um, segue from mom to uh, let's see. How can I segue from mom to Breaking Bad? Uh, Have you watched you watched Breaking Bad, right? Because she shattered your world, oh, just okay. like his cancer. Ah, uh, just like he shatters glass. Right? Yeah. Doesn't he shatter the, the meth? Oh, yeah. Was it meth? It was meth. It is meth. Blue yeah. meth. Absolutely. Walter White. Walter White is dead, as far as anybody's concerned. There is no, a... no, no, no. It was, it was all a dream, <laughs> and it was Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> That's you a fan that, theory, right? right? I know, no. You, I, you never saw that? I've never watched Malcolm the in the Middle. The video where he wakes up in bed next to his wife from Malcolm in the Middle? I've goes, never watched Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, man. Well, I didn't watch a ton of it. I watched it before, but anyway, it's yeah, that was a pretty hilarious theory. It's worse. It's, what's awesome about that is that he actually did, you know, a 30-second whatever, you know, tribute to the theory. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He was in on it? Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Shout that, out to uh, Brian Cranston. He's yeah. awesome. Um, they're making a Breaking Bad movie, and I guess it's going to take place after the events of uh, Breaking Bad, the season finale. Uh, Better Call Saul. You watch that? That's a prequel, right? Yes. I haven't because I didn't really care enough about Saul as a character to oh, really follow yeah. his story. I he believe was it's such an interesting character. He was interesting, but I felt like I got enough of him in Breaking Bad. Yeah, and you know, it's not just about him too. It's the other guy too. It's a private security, the ball guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. The, the hitman. Yeah, I I think I've finished all, everything that's available on Netflix. I think there's more to it though. I don't remember, but um, they did really well with that. I don't know how a sequel would work. Well, it'll be about Jesse Pinkman. Or it's going to be about Jesse Pinkman and what happens to him after. Huh. But again, it kind of, it's, the story's been told. He, yeah, I mean, didn't the, didn't the story leave off with him kind of broken? It, it ended with him getting away and just kind of, it's like an ambiguous, yeah. you, you make up what you think is going to happen to him. And now they're going to, they're going to give you the answer to that instead of you just letting it mull in your head. You know, I... How long ago did that show come out? How many years uh, ago? No, it's one, of, it's one of those shows that was on TV, AMC, right? Yeah. It finished, and then they released it to Netflix, and that's where it really picked up steam. You don't think it was popular on AMC? I don't think so. I remember hearing about it. I think Netflix did amazing things for that show. It was, it was well, one of those first shows that really showed the power of, yeah. of Netflix and on demand. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't watch <laughs> it until... Way, way after it was already done. Man, it must have been, yeah, it must have been like 2005 maybe. It's been a while. Yeah, it's a while. I don't know. But 
you know that that show though when I when I finally watched it and everything, honestly, really darkened me. Uh, you know, <laughs> I t- remember you telling me that t- you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm watching Breaking Bad right now, and it's totally messing with my head. My wife, you can talk talk to her. She'll she'll it's say like your attitude change. Like I would watch an episode of that, and I come out of the of the room <laughs> like this, like almost like pale in the face. It's like mind blown. Yeah, like every almost every episode is like. I can't believe this I can't happened. remember ever watching a bad episode of Breaking Bad. Like yeah. they're they're all good, you know. And that was an interesting thing too. And in contrast with that style, that very dark, realistic, like facing the whole humanity of the situation thing. Um, uh, Better Call Saul was a lot more lighthearted and just different, but still really well done. So I kind of hope that any sequel, especially being a movie, you know, with, with a show, a series like that, has a lot more effect on you. A lot because, more time, too. Yeah, exactly, to, to to affect you. Yeah. To really make, you know, to really hit you in the in the head and go deep. But so I, I hope that the show or the movie in, you know, an hour and a half, two hours is going to feel... Um, rewarding like you're not gonna, i don't hope i hope you're not gonna walk out of the theater depressed about life because that's kind of how the show kind of left it like wow man like all of that this is how it ends yeah. this is everything that happened it, it did like, end badly didn't it he didn't have anything left at the end he didn't have his family he didn't have any money yeah it was a it was a very deep philosophical yeah show like I he think. went through all that and he had nothing to show for yeah, it at the, the end yeah oh man like the tension with like your wife knowing the truth, but not yeah. your kids, and then your wife taking a lead and, and you know becoming. Uh, but this is Jesse Pinkman, though. Like, oh, I, oh man, I don't even know. Uh, Walter White was the <clears throat> driving force behind that whole show. It was his. But that's the thing; he was the black hole. The cancer started with him, and you know the, the realization his life changed dramatically, right? Yeah. But he he became the black hole. He sucked everybody else, everybody in. into like a whirlpool. And you and that I think that's, that was a dark part about it is you're seeing him in this situation making these choices and how it was affecting others and causing others to go from what you would assume are you know decent average people right yeah. to these very I don't know underworldish. It was like uh, did you have you watched Black Mirror? So I watched maybe yeah episode or two. Or okay, whatever. there was this episode I think it was called crocodile tears or something like that where um it was very much like that this woman who is a very average person got sucked into this series of circumstances that caused her to become just the worst human being possible yeah like it went from one step to another to the point where she actually at the end of the show she's like murdered a baby wow yeah so it started off with like i'm this person i'm pretty average you know i've made some mistakes in my life but i can get over them to the point where it's just like one step after another, just to save her own skin, she ends up becoming this horrible, horrible monster. And it's it was one of those shows. But yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Jesse Pinkman. He's just a young kid, drug addict. He's No. At the end of that show, he was not who he was, though, at the, the beginning. he It's like, you know, it's like being a young person, like a teenager or whatever, and then going, your parents getting divorced. Hmm. There's some some dramatic situation that forces you to grow up fast, right? Yeah. His experience with Walter Walter White, White. 
was that it he it changed him it matured yeah. him in a very you know negative realistic way i guess i don't know so, i don't know he's not i think the story's been done and again yeah well yeah. i think it's i think it's over but i mean they're gonna make it whether i want to watch it or not so. if, if anything i'd be more interested interested to see what the family you know a sequel that surrounds them and their story because jesse is i don't know you know what whatever i don't know it's more like one of those it's like uh the phoenix rising through the ashes type thing maybe he's down and you know, he's a done yeah. rock bottom type thing and he builds himself back up over the course of two hours yeah <laughs> speaking of a tragic story are you uh keeping track of the star wars theories vader film no i've actually i don't think i've heard about this this is your first time hearing about it yeah oh I may have seen things like browsing or something like that, but I don't think I haven't. I haven't. Is there a trailer? Not yet. Soon, very soon. I think he posted. He was going to post, put one up. All He's right, been so doing. First of all, who, who is the Star Wars theories? Is this a person? It's just a YouTube a group. He's a YouTube okay. guy. One dude started a YouTube channel a couple of years ago. He's up to like 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube. How and why? Why do people care about him? What's he? He's, what's he produce? What's he do? He does Star Wars videos, um, reviews, comic book reviews, uh, updates on on lore, uh, theory crafting. You know, just just a Star Wars channel. But okay. he he happens I, I, when you say like, what is special about him? Like, he's just a nice dude. He's Canadian. Okay, so I mean, one point five million people are interested in his yeah, commentary. Yeah, he's the built. Lore he's built up a, a following. And and it's not necessarily like this is his project about doing a, a fan film. It's no, just, he didn't start out with this. But I mean, he's he's mentioned in his videos that he's always wanted to do one, but of course, it takes a lot of money to do that. And he he's finally gotten to the point where he has the funds to be able to do it. Dude, YouTubers well, I guess one point five million. Yeah, <clears throat> I guess I'd say like what what. what He's he's spending happened. on the first episode. He was going to do a movie, a full fledged movie, but I, for whatever reason, he couldn't do that. So he's doing a, like a web series, like a couple, like three, four episodes, I think, of uh, this movie. And the first one, the last time I listened to his video, he said the first episode is about eighty thousand dollars in production. And the kicker is that Lucasfilm, because of IP rights and whatnot, say you can make it. You can do whatever you want. I was just going to ask that. But yeah. you can't profit from it. I would be surprised they would even let him make it, period, whether he profited or not. I think uh, U.S. copyright law allows you to do commentary and uh, spoofs and stuff Well, Star like Wars that. has always been, Star Wars as a brand has always been pretty favorable to fans making Oh, films. yeah, I know. But the new owners Yeah. That's what not. I was surprised, too. Yeah. I mean, they, they killed a, um, a, oh, a, yeah, they, a they, remake of Knights of the Old Republic. They were taking that game. Some some company somewhere was taking that game and and huh. re-engineering it to be for like the modern uh-huh. video game consoles, and they they killed it. They were what? like, nope. I, ne- I remember <laughs> where I heard this from, but I, I I mean, Disney has done a lot of reining in on uh, extended. What's it, what's it called? You know, fan. Yeah, just ex- fandom. Is stuff. it extended universe? Is that Star well Wars? they. The expanded universe, expanded universe was yeah. before the Disney purchase. It was basically, the, but they basically say that's all. That's no longer, you know. Yeah, that's all that's, gone. Doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like they're they're very controlling of the brand. Yeah, so it's not. It's his movie's definitely going to be non-canon as far as Disney's concerned, and uh, it's going to be 
just a fan film. He asked permission. He did. He followed all the rules, and I guess he's got a good enough relationship with him, and they didn't want any bad press, I guess. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> and uh, they're letting him do it. Anyway, they came out with a release date. Release date, release date is December 20th, 18th or 20th, I think, of this year. It's the first episode. There's no trailer yet, and they're releasing the film? That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that is. It's only a month away, huh? Yeah. It's I bet you, Yeah, I bet you his trailer will pop up pretty soon. His content's pretty regular. He posts things almost every day. But he's got he's got a legit director. He's got a legit uh, huh. special effects guy. Uh, voice actors for Vader, for the Emperor, everybody. There's a guy. It's incredible the amount of effort and work he's going through to make this, and it's just a passion project. You know, I saw I saw a comment on YouTube on Ivan. Is it Ivan Garcia? No, it's not Garcia. Uh, Ivan Ortega. Ortega. Okay. Yeah. So on his on his recent, um, I think he did a trailer of all his like uh, you know changes and stuff. Oh yeah, too. it looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it looks really good. There's you know a couple you know rough spots because of the you know the sound, the tracks, and stuff like that. Well, the voiceover too, you can tell it's not Mark Hamill. He he oh, had yeah, somebody sure. pop in there with Mark with a, a right. voiceover for Luke, but I mean, it, it, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's so, still good. So the comment though said, "It's an amazing time to be alive when when." <laughs> Uh, you look forward to films that are actually being made by the fans. Yeah, more than the actual and, and, company. And good quality too. You know, yeah. like just the technology is available as far as consumer. It might have been stuff. my comment because I commented something like that. I'm like, this yeah. is great. I'm more excited about two fan made productions than yeah. I am about Episode Nine. Like, I'm legitimately, I'm excited. It might have been your comment. Yeah, I'm excited. About, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about a Darth Vader fan film and a Last Jedi re edit. More than I'm excited about episode nine. You know, how I wonder how does that feel for Disney to realize that people have the power and distribution, like you know, YouTube, whatever else, oh, yeah. to have an effect and I, to, to bite to bite back basically. I don't know, as long as they don't make a profit, I guess they don't really care. You They're know, not yeah. stealing money from them. Well, I mean it's fascinating to think about this guy, you know, Star Wars Theory guy. You know, being able to fund it and not make a profit. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's gonna he's gonna profit it's his life indirectly. Savings. Yeah, it's his life savings for sure. And he's got a Patreon. I'm sure people are donating as long as it's right. not tied directly to the film. He's he, making money. He will profit indirectly too because his his business model on YouTube is doing reviews and content about Star Wars. So he'll he'll you know it's not it's not selling the movie, but so I can understand why he would do that from a business standpoint, how he could afford to do it. Yeah, it's just it's fascinating. That that's even a possibility. It's a good time to be alive. It is curious, but I'm looking forward to it. it the story. So is, Vader, though. Yeah. Like a. So it's gonna be a tragedy. Like I think Anakin. Like pre. Like what? Uh, no, it's literally right after Episode Three. So, he's brand new to the suit. He's still not quite the Vader that we know and love from. Uh. A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and all that stuff. He's still a bit more Anakin than he is Vader. And uh, I think the story is he goes back to Naboo and he goes to Padme's grave and there's a bunch of Jedis hiding out on Naboo. And uh, one of them is Mace Windu, I think. Hmm. As, as far as the concept art is concerned, there's a dude with a purple lightsaber, so I'm assuming it's Mace Windu. And uh, he has to hunt down and destroy the last remnants of the Jedi that have gathered on Naboo to fight him. And it's it sounds like a legit like he's got everything 
ready to go. He he had his whole Instagram story of him building the sets and, and doing all this crazy stuff. And yeah, looks good. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm like one month. I'm like, all right, cool. They were talking about. I'm not sure if he's going to do it or not. I might have missed it, but he said he was talking about doing a premiere in Los Angeles. He was going to rent out a theater, and whoever can make it can make it. And hmm. I'm like, dude, LA is only a couple hours away, man. Let's go. <laughs> could do that, yeah. But, I remember, the, I'm not sure. Have you seen this? Seen something like this before recently? I can't remember where I saw this, but it's something to do with uh, the devil horn guy, uh, Vader. Uh, who is? Uh, gosh. Darth Maul? Yeah, Darth Maul. The devil horn guy? You yeah. didn't know who Darth Maul was? I know who he is. It's like Eddie Murphy, okay? <laughs> Get off. Anyway, I saw something like that. There's there's some... It couldn't be an official movie or something like that. Because they, 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 they're oh. still on hold all the, all the side stories, right? Oh. Yeah. Are you talking about recently? There was a yeah. fan film. Is it a fan film? There was I a fan think, film with Darth Maul. I feel like and it, it was. he like whooped like seven Jedi's butt. That was a pretty good fan yeah. film. A lot, a lot of, all, like 90% lightsaber fight. There wasn't a lot of story to it. It was just like these group of Jedi were investigating and they found him in the woods somewhere in some I feel, like, I feel like I saw like a short trailer for it then. It the whole thing was a little longer. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like 20 minutes long. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't watch 20 minutes of anything, so. I'll have to show it to you later. You know, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how this uh, Vader film, how, what its production level is, if it, if it looks... What's that? Uh, it's like that idea I think we talked about in the past about suspending your disbelief. Yeah. Like, if it's weird, you can't, like, put aside your, like, well, that's this doesn't feel right type yeah. thing. So if it's above that to where it doesn't get in the way of the, of the story, that'll be cool because he's probably not investing, you know, a hundred million to three hundred million dollars, obviously, right? No, no. And if so, if he's able to accomplish something decent and enjoyable with you know a fraction of the cost, that'll be interesting because you know with, with Hollywood and the MPAA and all that stuff about you know piracy and it's not a victimless crime and you know yeah. things like that. It's like, well, you know, you guys are like the government. You you can spend money ridiculously. Oh my god, unnecessarily. Movies nowadays with. Was like, the wasn't there production cost of like two hundred and fifty million dollars? No, I'm saying wasn't wasn't one of the Avengers like a a billion? No, the recent uh, no, wasn't there? There are some no three hundred million is probably. I thought there was something. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a future movie. or Three hundred like million that. is probably triple A. I'm cost. gonna Google this. I I I I, I want to say the most expensive production is probably going to be around the three hundred million. <clears throat> All right, I'm googling. Let's Go see. for it. But anyway, yeah, Avengers I think was a three hundred million dollar. Investment, but even that. I mean, look, Avengers was awesome, and the CGI was incredible, and they didn't spare any expense when it came to that. So, I, but it's still outrageous. It's an insane amount of money, and it's it's driving box office tickets. Oh, oh check it, boy. What? Okay, what? This says Mar- March third, twenty seventeen. It says it should come as no surprise that these films have an incredibly high budget, often around the two hundred million dollar mark. However, the upcoming Avengers films, Infinity War and another as yet untitled fourth film, will reportedly have an unprecedented budget of one billion dollars. Together. Maybe for two it's I guess a five hundred million dollars a piece. That probably includes marketing and all that jazz. Oh, so it's two hundred million though. So it's you know, it includes includes all of that, I'm sure. Yeah, but the marketing for Avengers movies is insane. Mm. It's everywhere. That's a lot of the budget too, I think. I don't know. I don't work in Hollywood. 
Uh, anyway, so you were saying your point is if he can pull off this for eighty grand, yeah. Well, there's I know no, there's no excuse for outrageously expensive movies. Yeah, it, it, they totally, totally should be able to do it too. Because I'm in my experience as a software developer, I can I've seen government contracts that you know they put out requests for proposals they call them, and they'll pay up the up the butt for for these contracts for something that. So, for instance, something that could be done easily and easily, I mean, in, for, say, $100,000 in a year, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like, you know, a team of developers doing it and designing, blah, blah, blah. They'll pay $1.5 million. What? Or something crazy. And the reason is be, is because they get annual budgets, federal, state, whatever, whatever yeah. level of government is. And if they don't use it for that term, the next term, like the next year. Oh, yeah. That happens in business everywhere. That happens with where I work. The weird thing is that that's that's that that kind of makes sense. It's a cr- bad system, but it kind of makes sense. I'm not sure what Hollywood's deal is. Why actors get paid? Yeah, well, yeah, insane amounts of money. Yeah, insane. Like what Robert Downey Jr. is like a quarter of the budget. <laughs> right. <laughs> he Which... got paid. He got paid like some outrageous amount of money to be in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming for like three minutes. Like, right, it's like I I want to know what what the negotiations are like because like you know that's a there's a phrase butts in seats. Robert Downey Jr. is in this movie with Spider Man butts in seats. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> guaranteed you know, when, he's a, when he's a side supporting character or something like that. You're not going to see his story. Yeah, it's not really. They, good. Yeah, they are. Don't lie to yourself. I man. don't. I mean, it doesn't mean that other people don't. Super. But. The majority of the average audience they're like, oh, Iron Man's in the Spider Man movie. Pfft, gotta see this. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying though. It's Iron Man. It's not Robert Downey Jr. So how does Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. Downey go Jr. to the the, uh, the studio execs and say, "Hey, if you want me in here, you know, ten million dollars, three minutes, right?" Something Robert like Downey Jr. is Iron Man. <laughs> you can't take like he has embodied that character so well. It's in, you can't separate him. He will forever be Iron Man. They're not. The point is, though, is they you know, Spider-Man, they could write that out of the story because Iron Man's out doing his thing somewhere and else in the movie world. movie will make less money. Yeah, I guess. I mean... There's got there's an equation I that guess. they know. There's an equation that they know. If we include Robert Downey Jr. for this much money, we will make a profit of this much money just yeah. getting people to see it in the theaters. Still, I would love to be a fly on the wall in those rooms where they negotiate <laughs> contracts. <laughs> My God. How okay, is one so, uh, human being... I know, look, the, comp- the 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 film's making globally a billion dollars plus or whatever. Yeah. I understand that, but how can you say okay? I mean, that's 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 cocky and prideful. Look, look, I'm I'm the dude here. I embody this character. Everyone sees my face. Here's my voice. I'm the character. Yeah, you have to pay me ten percent. Yeah, yeah. And they say, okay, we have no choice. They say it's probably worth it. Actually, in the future, what's going to happen is they're going to use deep fake technology to fake his voice, and they own his face and voice anyway. Real actors will be gone. I don't know if I buy that. Actors have that's that's what uh, the Screen Actors Guild union. That's what the union's for, right? To make sure that that doesn't happen. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's all for I. That's all I have for the news stories. Nothing else is really super important. Are you going to play Red Dead Redemption Two? (laughs) <laughs> do you have a ps4 i don't i don't either i don't you know and that's another thing too you're talking about time too and entertainment and so much options oh i do not choice. have time to play video games yeah i i used to love video games i grew up on video games i love co-op and all that stuff and it's you know red devs you know redemption is you know you have your own your posse or whatever right your gang it's not online single player 
they're going to have an online right. version, but it's the the majority. The whole point of the game is single player. It's like GTA. I saw the the Dunk Dunky review, whatever it was. That he didn't I don't know who that is. You don't know who Dunky is? Uh, uh-huh. uh, I don't really watch. He's funny. He's a YouTuber. YouTube reviewers very much. Well, it's 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 pretty funny content. But anyway, he gave it a you know a decent rating and all that stuff. Yeah. But IGN gave it like a ten out of ten. His complaint was that after like chapter five in the story, like they introduce more characters when these characters you're already invested in, like they just go somewhere else, and like you kind of don't get that conclusion, like like an anticlimactic end to those characters. So that is just the way they kind of well, did the, the storytelling. The end to the characters, the first Red Dead Redemption. No, I'm gonna say there's new there's new characters in in Redemption, two. Too yeah, and the, 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 the recent the one, new right? one. They're introduced and they're halfway through the game. Instead of you know following their arc, you know, so to yeah. speak, right? They introduce new characters. New arcs are started, huh. and it, it's kind of just like an abrupt change or something like that, I guess. But oh. anyway, yeah, would I would I play? Sure. You um, gonna, I'm gonna buy a console just to play that game. You know, yeah, it's uh, Black Friday is only like, like a couple weeks, week or two, two weeks away, away right? Yeah. I'm Black Friday. I'm going to be beating old women up to get a PS4 with Red Dead Redemption. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. I hate <laughs> I hate crowds and I hate people, but I'm like, I don't want to spend that much money on this thing if I'm only going to play it like once. So I'm going to try and get the best deal I can on it. I should just buy it used, but I don't trust people enough. Get it on like OfferUp and it'll be like, Oh, by the way, this PS4 has been hacked and you can't use it. <laughs> Whatever. I'll be like, you sons of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is it? Uh, I want to play an episode on video games. I would if I played them more. <laughs> well, I know. I, I mean, dang it! Now I have to play video games. Ugh! Exactly. It comes back to the content thing. Like, <laughs> when am I going to do this? In the middle of the night? Mm. I'm. It's literally eleven thirty, and this is the only time I have to do a podcast. Polyphasic sleep, man. You got to get into the Uber, man. Oh, what, that 20-minute sleep cycle thing? Hour and a half core sleep, I think, and then 30-minute max naps, like four of them throughout the day. That sounds super unhealthy. It's not sustainable. Probably not good Your for body's you not overall, built but... to do that. Did you listen to that Joe Rogan podcast with the sleep expert? No. He's basically telling you what they've been telling you for like a thousand years, get eight hours of sleep a night. Well, yeah, I've, I've heard the recent <laughs> thing was like seven hours, right? Like if you don't get that, you're going to die. Yeah. So I understand. I'm We're all right. dying. I mean, people, I don't get seven. Well, that, that's the argument too for the whole polyphasic Uberman sleep is look, you, you're going to get like 80% more t- time out of your life. If you die at 55, 60 because of, you know, it's complications because of lack of sleep, at least you got the prime out of your life. Like and you doubled, you know, your, your life. Type. I guess. Half, it's, it's glass half full, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's kind of true because when you get older, it's like, yeah, you know, you're, you're less physically capable. You have health problems. Your mind is going. I don't know, but this is another podcast. Yeah, okay. We, we should, should stop start now. another podcast. <laughs> we should do like science nerd podcast. We're just going to keep recording this and uh, start a new intro. Let's let's name it right now. Split it up. Hi, this is Salty Scientist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do that. All right, we're at an hour and fifteen minutes, so that's not really a blitz episode. But uh, that was the movie news. Part right. one, part two. All right, Bam. all right. I don't know how to, I don't like editing. I don't edit my <laughs> podcast, so I'll, that's not going to happen. Somebody suggested that, oh, a friend of mine suggested that. They were like, you should do like, we sit down and record like 
three different shows at once. And yeah, then, no, you can do it. Just fade out the volume. And have a kind of a voiceover come and in. And then cut like, it and then have yeah. the next half of the episode come out another day. I'm Dude, like, that sounds like it. a lot of work. It's not a lot of work. You can do it. It's a lot of work. Right now. For me, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for the Salty Nerd Podcast. I hope it wasn't too terrible. I apologize for the political rant about colored people and Lord of the Rings and that whole section. But it is what it is. It's the world we live in. we got to talk about it once in a while. It's not our fault. It's the entertainment news, okay? <laughs> it's just two guys' opinions. <laughs> um, don't take everything I say so seriously. Do people complain about this? About about politics? No, never. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but really, I understand. Politics is very divisive. So. It sucks. I'm tired of talking about it, but I have to because it just comes up every time. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. You can check me out on Instagram at Salty Nerd Podcast. On Twitter, at Salty Nerd. Um, please leave a review on iTunes. I'm on Spotify and also Stitcher. See ya.